Hi, everyone. This is Jordan with the Space Social Podcast. I'm so excited. I have Bria and Cody of Tell the Birds here today. How are you guys doing? Great. Doing good. Awesome. So Bria and Cody are a husband and wife photo video team. Besides shooting all kinds of photo and video shoots, they love to help other creatives to build their businesses and improve their skills. And they share the ups and downs of their lives on Instagram. Does that about sum it up? Yeah, that's that's pretty much us in a nutshell. Awesome. So I just want to start out today. I want to ask how you met and how you got into photography and videography. Yeah, so those are two very different things. Yes, they are. (laughs) (laughs) So I started my photography business. Well, I started photography back in 2009. And then I made it my business in 2012. And then we did meet till 2015 or 16 I was uh I forget (laughs) I think it was 2016 um okay and so and then when we met is when he joined on because he just started going to shoots with me and being my little bag boy yeah (laughs) and and then um and then he picked it up really fast he's just a really quick learner and loves to learn technical things so he's the technical side and I'm the creative side and uh yeah Awesome. And then, so you guys were dating and then you got married and kind of became a team in this. Yeah. So do you want to tell about how you quit your job? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I had worked in a couple different jobs um, before I met Bria and while I was, you know, while we were dating, but I just started helping her more and more with her business and decided to quit my job like two weeks before we got married. Nice. <laughs> My parents full-time. were not happy about that. Oh, I'm yeah, sure. <laughs> a, little, a little scary, but yeah. I don't know. We just felt like we would do better together and that we were we were making enough money to be able to leave that job. And it's it's been awesome. I haven't looked back. Yeah, that's that's really awesome. You know, I was actually just talking to a client about that, how they took that leap to quit their job and it was really scary, but I, I would love to ask your advice for someone who's, you know, has a full-time job and is wanting to get into a more creative role. What's your advice for being, being able to trust yourself and knowing when that time is right? Well, I personally do not have experience with this because this is all I've done my whole life. So okay. I, in high school, I had like, I worked at like a frozen yogurt shop for like two months before I got sick of it but I was doing are you you both from Utah no I'm from Arizona and he's from Nevada wait where are you from in Nevada Cody I'm from Reno okay I I live in Las Vegas I didn't know that oh gotcha yeah okay sorry go ahead keep going yeah so yeah I just didn't um I didn't ever really have like a real job doing quotations around that sure but um (laughs) So Cody would probably be better to ask about that. Okay. Yeah. And no offense to any any uh, frozen, frozen yogurt. yogurt no, yeah, absolutely. I loved eating free frozen yogurt. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, I've I've worked in a couple nine to five jobs, and I think I mean the advice that we give to photographers and videographers and just people in general who are looking to um, quit and to start their own business is to first start with that um as a side business so you know and that's usually how it goes anyways it's kind of a hobby and then it develops into more of a something that you can make money with um but 
we we generally advise people to to just gradually build up the revenue in that side business and you get to the point where it just makes sense um and so you're making kind of a smart decision instead of just throwing away your job and saying okay i want to go do this or i want to go you know start a youtube channel and and make millions like it's possible but you need to go about it in a smart way yeah i think that i think that's kind of hard to like know when that moment is so you're just saying side gig work your way up and you, the moment will, you'll know when that moment is i think I, it kind of comes down to like numbers though don't you think yeah i mean if you're if you're getting close at least close to what you're making in that current job or if you're so busy that you can't go to your if you like are so busy that you can't feel like you can't take on more shoots and yeah you can't do both at the same time that's kind of when i tell people to start either raising their prices or yep. or move to a different just going full time. So you guys you're talking a lot about it sounds like you do some education. Do you do education as well? Yeah, we like coaching. Yeah, that's that's a big part of what we do. I mean, we're we're doing shoots all the time and staying busy with that, but we love kind of helping other photographers and videographers to build their businesses and to improve their skills, learn more about what they're doing. We started out with doing a lot of second shooting where we would let photographers come with us. That's kind of impractical now just because we have so many shoots and it's kind of crazy. But yeah, we used to do that. And then we used to do well, we still kind of do um, Skype sessions where they can do like a one on one and ask any question. We we do workshops Zoom sessions now. Yeah. Yeah. Zoom <laughs> um, we used to do workshops a lot more. We're hoping to do one this year. And then Cody has just started making YouTube videos with free information. And so that's that's happening right now. <laughs> oh, awesome. Where can they find you, Cody? Um, yeah, just through uh, through our YouTube. It's just tell the birds on YouTube. Oh, okay. And then we'll post awesome. about those as well on um, Instagram. So when you are starting out as a photographer, videographer, just a creative in general, what do you feel like your advice is for someone who's just starting out? Yeah, um, I would say for me, I always tell people that I just had to try everything. So within the job, I tried all different kinds of photography, all different kinds of videography, even though I wasn't sure if I wanted to be a wedding videographer, or wedding photographer or a um, like events or yeah. product. There's so many different areas. Right. And I just felt like it was so helpful to try them all. And really give them like a good try to see what I really loved doing. And then and then you have this knowledge to be able to do anything if you really need the money or whatever. Or if, if you get like a good gig or something like that. But you can focus on the things that you really love. So if you really do love doing weddings, you can just focus on doing weddings and put all that into it. And so I just think it's really smart to try all the different kinds of things and get good at them so that you have that in your pocket. Yeah, that yeah, that's good advice. And then Cody, do you feel the same? Yeah, I mean, I came at it from a different angle where I didn't really have any experience in photo or video. And so I had to learn really quickly. And so I guess my advice would be to just learn all you can, all the self-education you can. There's so much that you can learn on YouTube and online courses and just going out and, and practicing and getting your hands dirty. I think yeah. all of that has been super helpful in 
helping me to get caught up at least a little bit to where Bria is. Yeah. Um, you guys definitely have like, a. I really like your style. So I feel like that's great advice. And how do you feel like you differentiate, dif- excuse me, <laughs> differentiate yourself from other photographers? We try to, I mean, as far as like look goes, we try and keep it as natural as possible um, and vibrant. We love really like enhancing colors and yeah. Uh, but then as far as like style goes, um, we really love to capture real emotion and that's video and photo. So we're not very good at doing commercials where it's scripted or anything like that. Yeah. Um, because we just love doing lifestyle. We love having a family in a room and getting them together, making them do natural things to get what we need for the client or, you know, whatever it is in a wedding or anything like that. Yeah. And then do you, Cody, do you feel like you, I'm kind of going through and asking, making sure I ask both of you the questions. Yeah. I'm sure go. we have different answers every time. So Yeah. Um, as far as having a different style and what sets us apart. Yeah. What do you feel like sets you apart? I would agree with Bria as far as showing emotion. We, we do so many um, kind of important events for, in people's lives. We help capture those memories, whether it's a wedding, um, Bria films, a ton of births and does birth photography. Um, We've done funerals. We've done a lot of things that are really important um, moments for people. And, you know, they're showing that natural emotion. And I think it's really cool and special to be a part of that. Yeah. Yeah. That that's so special that people trust you with those moments because those are, you know, the biggest moments in people's lives. So that's a huge honor that they that they trust you with those moments, right? Yeah, we feel so lucky to be able to do them. They're some of the best memories I've ever had. And it's just the people that you meet through this job. It's like, it's just crazy. It's insane. Like I've met my best friends oh. through shooting their weddings or their births. And it's just, it gets so special. So I love it. Um, I also, I want to ask you about imposter syndrome. Do you feel like you have imposter syndrome in your job or did you at any point and how did you get through that sure yeah I mean I I still feel it um especially right now as we're starting to do some new things and more education more YouTube stuff where you know there's there's so much we don't know and you feel sometimes like you're just the new kid on the block and you're coming in and trying to learn all these things and um kind of fake it till you make it but I think it's really important to just remember that everyone's been there at one point, you know, no one, no one started off with um, having a huge successful business or having a huge YouTube channel or Instagram following or, you know, all of these, all these photography or videography skills, you have to start somewhere. And if you, if you kind of get paralyzed by that imposter syndrome, then you'll never get to where you want to be. Yeah. And what about you, Bria? Do you, what would you like to add to that? Yeah, I, I think mine's a lot different. I feel like I didn't feel it at all at the beginning um, because no one was doing it 10 years ago. (laughs) Yeah, you really, when you said 2012, I feel like that was before it really picked up, I feel. Yeah, so when I first started doing it, it was, no one did it at my high school. No one did it in Arizona. I was, I really felt alone. Some, the people who were doing it were older men. 
And so yeah, <laughs> I, it was just like, I felt, I think I felt like I was cool because I was the only one doing it. And then I think I felt imposter syndrome when I was in college and I got to Utah and all these, there was tons of them and they were all upcoming and they were young, they were younger than me. And, um, I even had like, I had a photographer take pictures of me for something for like a headshot or something. And he was like four years younger than me. And I was, I was only like 20 or something. And it was just so weird. And I just, I think that's the only time I felt it was just for a minute in college. But I think I've always been pretty comfortable just because I feel like I'm like, not a pioneer, but like, just like old. But kind of, <laughs> not to be honest. <laughs> it's just, I'm just old, like compared to some of these younger photographers, I feel like. Yeah, I feel like that year, you said 2012, I feel like 2012, 2013, it really took off because Instagram yeah. really started to take off. Did you get in on that early? Yeah, I did. I got in in high school. I started a photography um, page on Instagram and <laughs> I went through a few names before I got to tell the birds. So there was some embarrassing names, but um, <laughs> it was... Yeah, it was interesting to see that. But that is how I gained most of my um, clients was through Instagram. And then and still now, I feel like that's kind of where we get them. Um, very beginning before Instagram, it was word of mouth. And now and then right after, like right around 2012, is that's where I got my clients. So it was really important to have an Instagram. Yeah, I love your Instagram. I feel like something you do really well is you have a good portion of your own personal lives and then your business. And I feel like that's so important because I feel like people want to hire people that they feel like they know. Like I've never met you before and I feel like I know you <laughs> because I see your Instagram, right? Yeah. And you guys are so good at that. So how do you find that balance of posting your personal life and then your business? Yeah, it's a tough balance um, to figure out. But Well, we just barely started. I mean, over the past three years since we've been married is when we started posting personal stuff. It was strictly business. Yeah. 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 That, what was that? What was that flip then? I don't know. We, I think when we started dating and started, um, when we got engaged, we were just showing a lot more behind the well, scenes. And... People really loved Cody when we were dating. Like, yeah, they, <laughs> they thought he was like the funniest thing. And I would post about him all the time. And I, and I, I mean, I thought he was the funniest thing. Still you do. used me. I <laughs> hope so. <laughs> But um, so I noticed I was getting more followers when I was dating him. And I was like, that is so weird. And then it kind of clicked. I was like, people want to get to know us. They don't yeah. want to just see like our pretty work. Because every time I posted a picture of us from like a trip or anything, it would triple the amount of likes and everything. And so it was just kind of like eye opening. So then I just started like slowly trickling them in. Um, and now it's about half and half. Yeah. I loved the one you posted today about Pi Day. We're recording this a couple days before it'll be released. But I thought that was so cute that you guys posted like a moment of you getting your pies. Oh, yeah. we really like pie. <laughs> I saw. And then I loved how you there was a couple maybe it was last week or so you were posting. I think Cody was like joking with some someone who called them was like a scammer. Yes, we, I thought that was. <laughs> we have a few highlight bubbles on our Instagram that are just purely, just en stupid entertainment. <laughs> entertainment. <laughs> do you 
so I wanted I want to ask how do you know like how to balance that like what you post on there and then what you don't yeah I mean that's that's tough because I think it really depends on the person of how much you want to share and um, you know how much of that personal life you want to bring in but I think it is really important for photographers, videographers, and just creatives or business owners in general to have that face of the company because otherwise, I mean, I get frustrated when I go to a page, whether it's another photography page or a company, and you're like scrolling through and trying to see like, hey, who's actually behind this? Um, yeah. And sometimes you can never find that out, um, you know, and I think even just having like a little highlight bubble of, you know, behind the scenes or, you know, who am I? Something like that. But just showing that person, that face in the business um, really brings that personal touch. And you are more likely to, you know, get more clients and get more business. Yeah. Do you feel like you've gained more clients since you've posted more personal things in your life? I don't know. Do you think? I mean, yeah, I think so. I think I think people are more willing as well to uh to give referrals and to like share word of mouth about your business because they feel like they know you and come back for more. Like we have a lot more returning clients where they'll use us for like their engagements and then they'll want us for their wedding and then they'll want us for their birth. And then, you know, uh, lots of, that's so, so sweet. it is, I do feel like that is a good aspect of just getting to know your clients better and feeling it's just more personal. Yeah. Do you feel like besides posting, do you feel like there's something special that you do to get to know your clients better? That's a great question. <laughs> <laughs> um, we, I mean, we always try. Do a Skype session. Yeah. With our, with our clients, um, we, we really try and, and look at obviously who they are, um, where they're from, like get to know them before that shoot. And the bigger the shoot, the more we want to get to know them, obviously, so we can, um, you know, do a better job. But I think a lot of that connection is, is in just the emails and communication beforehand of figuring out what they really want for this shoot, um, what they're trying to capture, and how we can make that happen for them. If it's, if it's a wedding, I like to follow them on Instagram and kind of yeah. get to know like their personality, start commenting on stuff, like and if it's like set in stone we'll be like can't wait to see you guys in two months or whatever um we had yeah. we had a birth that was planned in hawaii and we didn't know them personally before and so we did a couple skype sessions and then um i went through a miscarriage and she oh, reached out I'm so sorry thank you she reached out and sent me a gift and I was like oh my gosh who like what kind of a client <laughs> that I haven't, yeah. even, I haven't even worked for yet you know and so I just think having that mutual like okay we're friends now we're going to share a special moment together we're going to be a part of each other's lives and so like it I think it's also the client's job as well as our job to create that relationship yeah, I feel like you guys really do have a very good client experience. I mean, I, I follow quite a few photographers and I feel like this is just a huge compliment to you. You know, you really create that client experience on your social media. It sounds like you take it past that. So it's something to look up to as, a, as any type of business owner. So yeah, you. you're doing a great job. Thanks. Try. Of course. 
So do you guys have anything else you want to add before we wrap this up? Or you, do you have anything fun coming up you want to share about? Fun stuff coming up. <laughs> we have. Or projects. Well, you know, we're working a lot more on our personal projects of, as we've talked about, just helping more photographers and videographers. Um, you know, we've for so long have just kind of survived on our client work which has been awesome you know we've stayed really busy but at the same time um when you do shoot after shoot and you start to get burnt out a little bit um and then you start having issues with scheduling and feel a little bit trapped sometimes and so and then it kind of is not fun anymore for you and that's like a big part of this is like it has to be fun so that you can be creative yeah yeah so yeah we're just kind of doing more passion projects and then kind of taking more control of of our income and building our business and personal brand so that we can you know kind of have a better balance between um, shoots and also other sources of income and you know activities for our time yeah you know something as you're saying that I would love to ask you and I know this is like a huge pain point for entrepreneurs in general but how do you know how to price yourself like how do you know when it's time to up your prices what's your advice for that cody actually just did (laughs) well jordan (laughs) you're a mind reader he just did a little youtube video about it Um, oh okay i'll let him take it away and you can find him on tell the birds on youtube yeah there you go nice plug um no it's i mean it's a pretty basic pricing video but uh you know, we kind of talk about just how I, I really like math and spreadsheets. And so it's a little more of a math approach, but just figuring out, you know, how much you want to make per hour in your business and then pricing out your shoots based on that um, and really estimating how many hours you're going to take um, or you're going to spend shooting and then editing and then any like travel time, anything like that. Um, just so you have this comprehensive view of what your pricing should be. And then obviously over time, you can just increase your dollar per hour in your business and you're making more with less time. Yeah. How do you, how do you feel like, you know, when it's time to up your prices? That's a good question. I mean, we've, we've definitely increased pricing over the years. Um, I kind of basic supply and demand is, is kind of what we go off of, you know, if you're, if you're too busy, then raise your prices. Um, and that's kind of the simplest way to look at it because by doing so naturally, some of those clients aren't going to take the shoot, you know, aren't going to book with you. Um, yeah. so you have a few less clients, but you're charging more per client, which as a beginning, a beginner photographer or just in it for a few years, that's so scary. And I totally, yeah, like <laughs> feeling like you're like saying no to people. I'm a total yes person and I had a really hard time with raising my prices before I met Cody because I would just take everything because I wanted to try everything I wanted to make everyone happy and I never wanted to say no and so I know how hard that can be but there's just you have to set goals in order to uh, to get to the next step and so I felt like I was stuck for maybe three years with a ridiculous price range like so low that yeah that people were like you should really be charging more like my own clients were like I want to tip you because this is a little little ridiculous so I just feel like if anyone ever (laughs) says that to you raise your prices immediately good good sign (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah. I, I appreciate that. I feel like when I talk to entrepreneurs, that's probably the biggest pain point is they also don't feel confident in their prices, yeah. which is so important because I feel like you can't just say like, let's say you're charging. I don't know what your prices are, but like, let's say you're charging a thousand dollars. If you don't say it confidently, then I feel like they don't want to hire you. Right. Because right? if you're not confident, then why are they going to be confident in you? Well, And they're hiring you for a reason. They like your stuff. So if they're willing to pay it, like if they love you and they want to use you, they're going to pay for it. And we've realized that over weddings, you know, it's just, it's just ridiculous when we, when we used to discharge so little and people would say like, Oh, we didn't think it was going to be that much. And we're just like slapping our faces. Like, Oh, what were we thinking? So. Well, and you think about it, like, I mean, it's, it's, it's pretty interesting, but I've heard it before and it's happened with us that um, when we raise our prices, a lot of the time we'll get more clients and we'll get better clients. Yeah. And you could have a client that, you know, a $200 client versus a $2,000 client and the $200 client can be 10 times harder and, you know, be complaining about pricing and going back and forth yes. and wanting re-edits on the video and the $2,000 client might not even blink. They'll just take the video and say, okay, it's great. We love it. So Because yeah. they know that it was a high quality thing because they paid a good money for it. So, You know, it's so funny that you say that. Um, the only time I've ever been sworn at in my business is when I did something for free for somebody. <laughs> of <Nice>. course. <laughs> That's funny. So I feel like when my my clients that are high paying, you know, they're totally fine with everything. And then it, I thought it was so funny that someone swore at me. And I was like, I'm not doing this for free to get sworn oh, out for sure. I've been so that's a great point. And then also, last thing I want to ask you guys, um, how you know, we just are kind of hopeful. I, I really am hopeful that we're towards the end of COVID. But um, you know, a lot of business owners had to pivot in COVID. So how do you feel like you had to pivot your business with COVID, especially in the wedding industry? We've been very fortunate. Um, We have a lot of reoccurring clients, monthly clients that um, are, well, and most of our clients are online. And so they need ads online, which has been booming ever since we have been able to go outside. So it really has been good for us because they need more ads. They need more online content. And so we can provide that, which has been really great. We did lose weddings and I lost all yeah. my births basically. Right. So, um, yeah. Luckily, Cause they can, most people could only have like one birth party. Right. Most. Yeah. And some people weren't even allowed that. It's just insane. Yeah. So, so I actually, I had a baby during COVID and the day before they called and they were like, your husband can come. Oh my gosh. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's just insane. I don't even remember what we're talking about now. Um, COVID and our business. Oh yeah. Um, I'm I mean, very fortunate. Yeah. No, we, I, I feel like, like Bria said, we lost some clients, we lost some weddings and births, but I think it, um, it made up for it in the the ads and some of the brand videos and photos that we've been able to do. So we've been very lucky. Good. I'm seriously so glad to hear that. I think you're the first photographer I've talked to in the last year that's been okay. So I'm really happy to hear well, that. Well, we're really lucky that we don't base our whole business on weddings. We have some friends that that only do weddings and it's it was really hard for them at first they lost like five weddings in two months and that's a ton of money that's a lot of their income yeah and um so we're lucky that that's not our only thing 
we only take like three weddings a year maybe so oh okay I didn't know that wow yeah we like to take ones everything now I mean and you can get to this point as a photographer or videographer um later in life I just we are finally at that point where we can be a little bit more choosy on the clients that we pick and the things that we do so I, we love doing weddings but they're so high stress and so time consuming that we only like to take ones that are very that we're very passionate about so if it's at, in a place that we've never been or if it's like a fun idea or you know whatever but so we only take yeah, a few just here. aligned with you with you yeah. that's awesome well I'm glad to hear that so just to wrap this up where can everyone find you yeah, so we we can be found. At, uh, <laughs> um, Instagram is where we post most of our stuff and kind of our, our life and our client work. Well, and you can find everything, all of our other platforms through Links Instagram. Yeah, so it's just tell the birds on Instagram. Um, and then, like we said, we're doing a little more YouTube and we've messed around with TikTok we're getting a little bit, <laughs> getting a little bit yeah, there. TikTok but, is uh, so scary. <laughs> that's a whole it other is. topic. But uh, it is. <laughs> yeah, Instagram, tell the birds. Awesome. All right, and then you guys can find me at the Space Social. If you could rate, review, subscribe, all the good things, that would be great. And I'll talk to you later. Thanks, awesome. Jordan. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm.